0: This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Sugar Alliance, committed to a bright and sustainable future for us all. Learn more at SugarAlliance.org. Good Monday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. The Biden administration is offering clarity on its approach to biofuels policy, In an announcement on its website, the Environmental Protection Agency says it now agrees with a 2020 decision of the Tenth Circuit Court of Appeals remanding three small refinery exemptions from the Renewable Fuel Standard. The decision also offered a new rationale for future waivers to be granted. EPA says it believes the waivers were meant to be temporary and should be extended, not granted afresh. The move comes as the Supreme Court prepares to hear arguments on the case, which could happen as soon as this spring. Biofuel groups praised the decision, but the Fueling American Jobs Coalition dismissed the move as moot since the EPA will eventually follow whatever ruling comes from the Supreme Court. There's more on the development in our story on agripulse.com. Ag groups recently filed comments seeking to maintain the availability of phosphate fertilizer and stop the possible imposition of tariffs. The International Trade Commission is taking feedback on a plan to slap duties on imports from Russia and Morocco. Groups including the American Soybean Association, National Corn Growers Association, and National Cotton Council filed joint comments in opposition. ASA CEO Steve Sensky says any tariffs would be devastating.
1: We only have two other domestic suppliers that are supplying uh, over 90% of, of domestic uh, supply and very simply... Um, There aren't enough suppliers in the rest of the world to take the place of Russia and Morocco uh, if countervailing duties as high as what the Department of Commerce is proposing were imposed.
0: He says farmers need to be able to
1: afford such a key input. And so the end result, we believe, would be both higher prices for farmers and actual shortages, that there actually could be the inability at any price— uh, to get phosphate fertilizers, which is so critical. One of the key macronutrients, as, as every farmer knows, uh, for crop production.
0: He says farm groups very much so support free trade, but...
1: We don't want to create a shortage uh, and unavailability in the marketplace. Uh, through the imposition of tariffs um, that is going to very negatively affect crop production, food production in this country, and farmer livelihoods.
0: Sensky also touches on his time with the Trump administration and key ASA policy priorities in this week's open mic on agripulse.com. Questions linger about the upcoming economic situation for the dairy industry. Agripulse's Ben Nulli has more.
2: Domestic use of dairy products is expected to increase this year, but USDA analyst Shale Shagum says uncertainties for the industry remain. Government programs going forward are a bit of an uncertainty at this, at this moment, uh, but we do expect just general growth in the economy in 2021 and declining unemployment, which should be beneficial to demand for dairy products. Uh, We are expecting to see a reduction in the level of COVID-19-related restrictions. However, the timing of those restaurant closure orders being removed and children going back to school to help absorb some fluid milk uh, remain uncertain at this point. Milk production is forecast to reach 227.4 billion pounds this year. That is about a 2% increase from 2020. Given the levels of stock and production, Shagum expects cheese and butter prices to be lower arguing that should stimulate demand. Read more of this story at AgriPulse.com. I'm Ben Nully.
0: Finally today, wages for the nation's farm workers will rise about 4.5% this year. The Department of Labor released the adverse effect wage rate today and will officially publish it in the Federal Register Tuesday. The increase brings wages to a national average of $1,462 per hour. Oregon and Washington have the highest hourly rates at $1,634 California is the next highest, 29 cents lower at 1605. The lowest farm worker wage in the nation is the 1181 in South Carolina, Georgia, and Alabama. Steve Davies has more in his story on agripulse.com. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's Agripulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Sugar Alliance. America's sugar producers are committed to a bright and sustainable future for us all. This is made possible by America's no-cost sugar policy. Learn more at sugaralliance.org. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.